Hey guys, good morning. I'm Nick Baker, and I'm your host, and you're listening to Becoming More Than I Am Now. And, uh, I'm on part two of my new series I'm starting, called, uh, A Respectful Son is a Respectful Husband. Uh, um, I would like to take a look at what Peter says about respectful husband and and how he is uh, um protective of his wife uh, uh if you could turn with me to first peter chapter 3 uh i would like to look at that um this morning i would like to uh focus on what peter says in, in chapter 3 uh, um, I've got to read first one through seven, uh, and um, I would like to take a moment of of um, focusing on marriage and relationships, and and how to have a healthy relationship with your girlfriend or spouse, and uh, a woman needs being respected. Always, she likes being respected. If you respect your parents, you would respect the woman that is in your life, your best friend. Because if you don't respect your parents, you won't respect your best friend at all. Because I've seen men who are disrespectful to his parents and to their parents and are disrespectful to the spouse. Uh, and if the if a man is abusive to his mother, it doesn't mean that he would be abusive to his wife as well. Because if the man respects his mother, he would respect his spouse. If he is abusive to his mother, it would be abusive to his spouse. There are both things that are going on in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, the kingdom of of heaven and the kingdom of hell uh, is is battling in these relationships and these marriages that is going on right now because I've seen the power of darkness destroy relationships. Why? Because I've seen the man who who was disrespectful to his mother disrespect his girlfriend. And the relationship just fell apart. I've seen it happen. I, yes, I have seen it happen. I've seen it in my relationship with Noel. My relationship with Noel fell apart. And, and why? Because I was disrespectful to my mother. And I was disrespectful to Noel as well. Yeah, I was. My attitude was the reason why my relationship fell apart. This is a five-part series, Respectful Son is a Respectful Husband, and um, because I want to focus on Peter uh, and Paul as well. When, this morning, I'm going to focus on Peter. I want to focus on what Peter says about husbands. And tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, but next week, next Tuesday, I'll focus on Apostle Paul 
in what the Apostle Paul says about relationships. We will uh, um, get there on this morning if we have time. Uh, I will look at um, Apostle Paul and, and what Paul says about uh, a respectful son is a respectful husband. Because Paul says a lot about a his son being respectful to his mother and to his spouse. Peter says the same thing in chapter 3, that a son is respectful to his mother and respectful to his wife. Because in the beginning of chapter 3, Peter talks to the wife. And going down to verse 7, he talks to the husbands. Because they are a lot of things that, that we don't realize that is in our lives. We don't even realize what the enemy is doing in, in our relationships and why our relationships are falling apart. Because... We always do things in stupidity, and we don't even realize it. We get jealous because our girlfriend is talking to an old friend uh, from high school, or an ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I've been there. I was jealous. I was. Big jealousy is also the part of destroying relationships. Jealousy always does. Always. Why? Because ever since my mom became stepmother of three little kids. Two little kids. Travis is okay. He's 17. But the two little kids came into my life. Zachary and Jordan. They've been getting her full intention. And I got jealous. Why? Because I was used to being an only child. I didn't act like an adult. I act like a child. I got jealous because my mother was focused on, more focused on the kids, on stepkids than me. And and I took the jealousy further and and, and that offended in the well because I, I got jealous because she was talking to her ex-boyfriend Justin you broke up with her to be in the Navy. And I got jealous about that. Because if you're jealous of your step-brothers or sisters or, or, or biological um, little brother who, who um, always look for attention, and you meet somebody who, who would be into your life for, for good permanently, you meet your girlfriend who's going to be with you for the rest of your life. 
and you take your jealousy on her and and saying that I'm afraid to lose you because I said that to Noel. I was afraid to lose you because I thought Justin was going to take you back. Because if you're jealous at home, doesn't mean you won't be jealous in public when your girlfriend or spouse. And that is disrespectful as well, being jealous. Jealousy is, is showing disrespect. Always. Jealousy, I've got to say it again. Jealousy shows disrespect. If you show jealousy and you disrespect your mother because she is more focused on the, the, the youngest, the baby of the family, and, and and that that jealousy just fires up and turns into anger, and you take it on the on your mother and barge out. Yeah, that 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 is not right. And that was a wake up call for me. For both women, that is in my life, my mother and Noel. That was a wake up call, because I got jealous and I barged out. Of the womb, didn't even bother with none of them. But it is important to respect your mother and accept that your baby brother or sister is going to be in your life, and you have to realize that that. Your mother is going to be focused more on your baby brother or sister and and that she's still going to be your mother. She's still going to give her you her full attention now that she's taking care of the little one that that became that came into your family. It could be biological, it could be uh, a foster child that that your mother just happened to bring in, or a stepchild who who your um your stepfather or mother brought in from a abusive parent, like like my stepfather did with his two kids, uh, Zachary and Jordan. Well, Travis and Zachary. Jordan didn't come in yet, but he just, those two came in. Uh, uh, I was fine with uh, Travis, and I still fine with Travis, but I was jealous over Jackie because he um, was taking my mom's intention away from me, and, and, um, and that's not right because I am an adult and and I don't need my mother around. I, I really don't. I don't need my mother. Yes, I'm a mama's boy. I have to admit that. But it's not fair to the youngest child that's in the family. And, and, and... 
a an adult who's supposed to be 26 years old getting jealous over stupidity, getting jealous over a younger um, child who who's gonna be a stepchild of of my mother. But uh, and I've seen that with uh, other people with disabilities who uh, who have who was an only child have a stepchild come in and and having his mother's full attention because the stepchild was. Taken with getting the mother's full attention. Yes, I've seen that happen in families. There are adults that that is in their thirties with disabilities that still lives at home that has a child living with them. I'm not the only one who has two kids living with me. And yes, I still live at home. Do I want my own place? Yes, I do want my own place. But when you focus on your relationship with your mother, and your relationship with your mother is perfect and strong, and you love your mother, you would have a stronger relationship with your spouse and you love her as much you do with your mother. And it's amazing how it works with God in the kingdom of Jesus. Because Jesus brings in that love, that compassion. Because when you're compassionate in your relationship with your mother, you can have that same compassion with your spouse. You will. And it's amazing what, what Peter says right here in verse 1. It says, Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if someone do, do not obey the word, they without a word may, not, may be one by the conduct of the wives. Not number one, but one with a W. One the victory. One the race. One the game. That is what Peter is saying. One. W O N. One meaning you won the race. Verse 2, when they observe your, your trashed conduct, complained by fear. A complained by fear, verse 3 says, do not let your ornament be merely outward 
and waging their hair wearing gold or putting on fine apparel. Verse 4 says, Whether let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of the of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Here's a question. What are two women in your life? Who's precious to you? Your mother or your spouse? Your mother comes first. Your mother comes first before your spouse. Like what I said, a respectful son is a respectful husband. And your mother is more precious than your spouse is. And it's the truth. I put my mother first before in the world. Always. I always put my mother first. Why? Because she's more important than, than her. Than the world. The mother is always more important than your spouse. Always. Why? Because she's the one who gave birth to you. She's always been your best friend since day one. Before your spouse came into your life. She's the one who raised you. She's the one who took care of you. Before your spouse came into your life. Because your mother is more precious than your spouse. That's why I'm naming this series, this five-part series, A Respectful Son is a Respectful Husband, is to uh, help you understand what Peter is saying uh, about precious and spouse and how how the spouse how the husband's supposed to be respectful of the wife and, and and how to protect her because if you have a son who's disrespectful to 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 your spouse to his mother you have the way to reprimand him and, and put him in his place because if he really wants a wife, he has to respect his mother. He has to. If he wants a wife, he has to respect her and respect his mother. Because no woman wants a man in her life who is disrespectful to his parents. And that's the truth. No woman wants to see her future husband Disrespecting his mother. Because I've met a, a young lady whose boyfriend is beastive to his mother. And she, and she said, Nick, I don't know if I want to be with Jared. He tosses his mother around like a rag doll. And he he might do the same to me. And I told her, Emma, 
and feeds Trissie's back to his mother, leave him. Leave him. You don't need him. You don't need a man who who tosses his mother like a rag doll in your life. And that's the truth, ladies. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. You don't need a man in your life that is abusive to his mother and tosses his mother like a white doll because if you intervene, he's going to turn his back on you and he's going to toss you like a white doll like he just did to his mother. You don't need that man in your life. Verse 5, for in this manner, in former times, the holy women to, who trusted in God also, be, also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands. And we have to be submissive to our spouse. We have to listen to his, our spouse. We have to listen to God. Because God is using our spouse to minister to us, to talk to us. Verse 6 says, As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. And knowing that most wives are afraid of their husbands. What causes that fear? Because when you meet your husband and and you see how he treats his mother, that's when that fear kicks in. What if he does the same to me? What if he tosses me like a white doll? Like that. What if he hits me like that? Gentlemen, never lay a hand on your mother. Never. Never lay a hand on your mother because one day you'll do the same to your spouse in the future. Never lay a hand on your mother. Love your mother. Give her respect because a woman that will come into your life but see that. She's going to observe everything you do at home. She's going to see how you treat your mother. And she's going to see the love that you gave your mother. She will. That's what she wants. And because she wants to see that. She don't want to see an abusive son. I've seen drug addicts. Who, 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 taken their mother and tossed her across the room, tossed her on the couch, slapping her around. I've seen that happen. I have. Why? Because I've seen it in the news. I've, I've had, I've seen a, a coworker. Come to my mom and say that, Karen, 
My son beat me up last night. Because it's important to, to, to see that, ladies and gentlemen. Verse 7 says, Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. When you pray with your spouse and you give her love, because she wants to see you sit down with your family, sit down with your mother, your your father, and pray. If you sit down with your parents and you pray with them, she wants to join in. Because I pray with my family. When the world's around, we pray together. We always do. The well starts off, the kids do it, my mom does it, Bill does it. Because sometimes I start the prayer and it goes around the table. It goes around the dinner table. I start, Trash starts, Jordan, Jackie. Bill, Mom, I want to close with this. One more thing. I want to look at uh, Apostle Paul in in First Corinthians. I want to close with this. Chapter 13. It says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding all mysteries and all knowledge and all and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Chapter 12, verse 8 to 10, I'm going to look at that right now. It says, 4 to 1 is given the word of wisdom. Through the Spirit, and to another, the word of knowledge. Through the same Spirit, to another faith, by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing, by the same Spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another different kind. Well, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another uh, the interpretation of tongues. Do you see what Apostle Paul is saying about uh, um, interpreting and, and talking in different tongues? 
He says that we have to pray in tongues. Let's finish chapter 3. Verse 3. Chapter 13, verse 3 says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked and thinks no evil. Do not rejoice in iniquity by rejoicing in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, adores all things, love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether they are not, when they are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, they will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which we which is perfect, has come. Then that which is in part will be done away. But when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put my childish things away. For now we see in mirror, dimly, but then face to face. Now I am, now I know in part, but then I shall know, just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. And that's the most important thing to do. Because, like I said yesterday, respectful son is a respectful husband. And we have to keep that in mind. We have to think about that. We have to think about what's going to happen. And love your mother and love your spouse. Let's pray. Father, I thank you this morning. Thank you, fellows, who are listening to this podcast. I thank you for love and courage and kindness to make us better, make us see the futures, to see what is going on in our lives, in our relationships, to 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 become more than we are today, to to be your child. And and sit on your right hand, sit on the throne of right next to you. Jesus, I thank you for the cross, and I thank you for those nails who was 
driven that was driven into your hands and feet. Uh, I thank you for every broken relationship would be fixed in, in the name of Jesus. Every marriage would be would be fixed in the name of Jesus. Every son, every daughter would have a a perfect relationship for their parents and a relationship for their spouse. I just ask that everybody who who every son who respects his mother would respect his spouse. I just ask that every son would have a a good relationship with his mother to have a relationship with his spouse. Every relationship that that's falling apart in these families would would be put together in one so that when that man does meet his best friend and know how to and and that young lady would see how how that young man treats his mother treats his his family and how he's going to treat her family and treat her and and her parents. In the city name Jesus I pray. Amen. Gentlemen. I just want you to I'm trying not to be harsh with you. I'm trying to help you. Because I want you to have a good relationship with your spouse. I want you to have a good marriage. Because the husband, who's the head of the family, who protects his wife and respects her and shows her love that she deserves, I just want you to understand that. Respectful son is respectful husband. No woman wants a, a man who who's disrespectful to his mother. God bless you. I'll talk to you next week.